Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Blokeology, evidence-based health, fitness and lifestyle. My name is Jörn Lawson and it is summertime, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, and uh, we're well into the month of August now. Over the month of August, I'm running a series on the podcast called Summer Shorts. Now, summer's a good time to be outdoors, enjoying the countryside, and there's perhaps a little less time for podcasts than there are usually, than there is usually. Um, And I do most of my um, exercise outside all year round, particularly running outside in the fells. But I have to admit, I'm getting out doing a lot more cycling in these months than I would otherwise be doing. Um, I don't like to think of myself as a fair weather cyclist, but it's definitely the case that I find it much tougher to get out in the winter, uh, putting on, you know, dozens of layers and the warming up process afterwards. So it's really great and fun to be able to enjoy the warm weather, get out there and really take advantage of what's been a pretty um, hot summer so far. So the whole idea of the summer short episodes is that they're not going to be much more than about 10 minutes long around that mark, and they're going to be structured around books. And the reason for that is because I'm a very bookish person. I've always been the kind of bloke that wouldn't go anywhere without a book. Um, Always want to have one close at hand, and I get a little bit nervous if I'm separated from a book. Of course, it's a lot better these days that we have them on our phone, but I've still not quite got into reading on my phone, even though I'm a big fan of a Kindle and I will read books on um, my iPad from time to time. I still find it really difficult to get into them on the small screen. And I like, just in case it all goes wrong, just to have a paperback or a hardback, paper copy, a hard copy near at hand. Uh, The kind of non-fiction books that I really enjoy reading are the ones that I really take a deep dive into the evidence. And I think they're just a brilliant way to get summaries of useful, interesting, and revealing um, research in lots of different niches. Some of the books that I'm going to cover in summer shorts um, I've mentioned before, Others are books I'm going to read um, over the coming summer months, and I'll hopefully you'll be able to add them to your summer reading list as well. Whichever way around, I'm sure we're going to be able to get lots of ideas uh, to uh, generate lots of thoughts about books you may want to read and talk a little bit about some of the key message in them. So summer shorts all through August, we'll be back into interviews and longer dives into the evidence in September. Show notes will, as usual, be available at blokeology.io forward slash zero two oh so one of the things i want to mention before we go any further is that uh, the nature of one of the books is that there is some swearing in this episode um so uh, that's something to bear in mind if anybody else could be listening or you are bothered by that in yourself let's crack on right so uh, the three books i want to talk about today are much more in the productivity and lifestyle category so perhaps last week they were a little bit more about a little bit of running and a little bit of fitness and think thoughts about evidence and these are very much more productivity and lifestyle they'll fit you'll find them on amazon in that kind of category and the first book i want to talk about is a book that i recommend all the time it's easily my most recommended book it's certainly non-fiction of recent years and it's really struck a chord with me and made a bit of a difference to how I go about doing my daily work and how I get into my projects and how I go about getting into my writing. And it's called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Now, Cal Newport is a um, academic. I think he's a mathematician. Um, and I forget exactly where he's based, perhaps California, though I wouldn't like to be um, held to account for that. And the whole thing that this book about is about kind of challenging the way we go about doing our work these days. It's written really well. and There's some good evidence that he's basing his thoughts on. But he goes a little bit beyond the evidence as well and offers 
uh, his tools, his suggestions for tools and advice and about how he goes about incorporating his thoughts and around evidence and about what makes good work into his daily work habits. And I've tried to follow quite a few of the things that he suggested. And the whole thing about deep work is it's about focus. Now, the first thing we should say is that deep work is not necessarily for everybody. Um, if you are in certain jobs, and he mentions things like, you know, CEOs um, of big corporations, or if you're a carer of young children, that you'd be better off working at a more shallow, superficial level. And that's not to denigrate either of those roles. But the whole point is you're making a lot of decisions, uh, perhaps quite quickly, and you're not having to think hard about complex problems. And I think the thing about Cal Newport is as an academic and a mathematician, he has to spend time really protecting his time to get into thinking about problems in a really deep and meaningful way. But you don't have to be a mathematician for that to be important. And the problem is, as we all know, our attention is being constantly competed for, whether it's social media or the latest box set on Netflix or Amazon Prime or the latest sports on the television, whether it's email, which is one of the biggest things. And Cal Newport offers a whole set of reasons about why that's quite damaging, why that can be um, that can affect your work. And he offers some strategies for how you could really get into deep work, which is when you really make an effort to focus some specific time on problems and um, aspects of of, um, of your daily work. Now, the, one of the most obvious ones is any kind of writing, and that's how I find it particularly useful, is that rather than trying to write things in a few minutes here and a few minutes there, is that you set time aside to think about what you're going to do, and you set time aside to really get into that writing for an hour or two. Now, of course, you've got to structure your day around that, and that's not going to be possible for everybody. As an academic, and I'm lucky enough to work in a university environment, you do have a lot of flexibility about how you go about managing your time. But I think there are messages here for everybody. Um, everyone can benefit from the kind of suggestions that Cal Newport makes. And if you have to do any kind of projects, work, you are going to benefit from taking an approach where you can get much deeper and become much more focused and get away from um, the distractions of the modern world. So Cal Newport is highly recommended. Um, I, you know, I've read it two or three times. I often go back and read it again. Um, and I've been back rather and read it again a couple of times. And I read it again just um, a couple of months ago. It's easy to slip into bad habits again. And I found it incredibly useful um, and um, valuable resource for me. Okay, so the next one on my list in the productivity and lifestyle side is a book called Mini Habits by Stephen Guise. Um, and I'm fairly sure I'm, I may well have mentioned this in the past. Um, it came out in 2013. And the whole idea of this is Stephen Guise is he's kind of, he's, he's, you know, he tries out lots of personal development strategies for a long time. One of the things I like about Mini Habits is that it isn't just a set of random suggestions about things you can do slightly differently. He does actually base it in really quite hard evidence, um, psycho psychological evidence, you know, lots of different cultural studies about what is useful. Uh, the fundamental premise is really very simple. And I've certainly seen some comments on the blog, on the um, on Amazon, which suggest some in the um, review section, which suggests that this is a rather overlong blog post. And I take that point because the, the, the underlying strategy is really very easy. It's all about setting up very, very small changes in your behavior that you force yourself to do every day. 
So if you want to build a habit to, say, do bodyweight exercises on a regular basis, you set your habit as being one press up per day. And the whole idea is that you are too, it becomes too small to fail. It's too easy. And what you do is you, you manage to build the habit. And if you read Charles Duhigg's book, The Power of Habit, it's really critical to have that habit. So it becomes ingrained. It becomes a pattern that you know runs through your basal ganglia that you stop thinking about, that you just do the particular behavior. And that's incredibly valuable and it's incredibly powerful. Uh, I've, I've certainly tried a few of these. It hasn't always worked for me perfectly, but I think the premise is really important and it gets you thinking about your habits more than anything. And so reading this book will really make you dig down into those. He's actually got a follow, follow-up book called Mini Habits for Weight Loss, which actually is, goes into even more detail about how you need to make small changes. And I think it's a really good example of how you can use habits to drive healthy behavior. So both of those highly recommended. Um, they're not, it's not a particularly long book, Mini Habits. I think it's only about 126 pages, according to Amazon. So it's quite a quick read, but it could make quite a substantial difference to your life um, and certainly one to look into this summer. Okay, so the last book that I want to mention, and this is the one where the uh, swearing comes in, um, is a book that was released in 2016 in hardcover, and it's The uh, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, A Counterintuitive Approach to Living a Good Life by Mark Manson. Now, you know, this is a bestseller. It's something like three million copies sold. And I haven't read it yet. I've only just got cracking for them. It's one for me to read in the future. And actually, I have to admit, I'm going to become, although I think I would never have admitted this a few years ago, I'm now slightly a sucker for the self-help book. I think the thing about the subtle art of not giving a fuck that I quite like is that it kind of, it, what it does is, it, I think the reading the initial chapters, it's not about giving a fuck about nothing. It's about being very careful what you care about and what's important to you. And actually, um, it does it in obviously a much direct way. And there's a few of these books around now which are doing that. Um, it describes itself as a refreshing slap for a generation to help lead the, to help them lead contented, grounded lives. So um, I'm looking forward to that. If you've read it, let me know how you've got on. I'm certainly um, curious to find out uh, exactly if this book stacks up to its um, incredible best-selling status. Okay, well, thanks for listening. You can find the full show notes at www blokeology.io. Uh, you can also sign up for the newsletter, the Journal of Blokeology at www.blokeology.io forward slash journal. Sign up and I'll make sure that I send you the Healthy Bloke Action Plan. It would be enormously helpful if you've enjoyed the show, if you've got anything out of it, if you could pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review or just leave a rating, that would be incredibly helpful. And any feedback is very welcome. And so you can leave comments, send email or make contact via Twitter, Facebook and the usual social media channels, all of which can be found at blokeology.io. Thanks again. <laughs>